BBC Six Music Podcasts. Six Music. This is a free download from the BBC. Find out more at bbc.co.uk slash sixmusic. And now... John Richardson. Hello, friends. Uh, welcome to the John Richardson Show podcast. Thanks for downloading. I hope you're well. I hope you've had a nice week. Uh, this is another highlights package from today's live show, the live show in which we were joined once again, returning from Dubai, Mr. Matt Ford. Hello, everyone. Pleasure to be back. Pleasure to see you as well. Good John. to have you back. It was a good show today, wasn't it? It was a corker. It was a good show. And one of the key constituents of today's show was a live session, our first ever live banding. We had the Leisure Society. Uh, it was unbelievable, but we can't play live music on the podcast. So what I recommend, enjoy the podcast, listen to it, and then maybe just think, I wonder how they put that together. And then go back, listen to the live show, go to iPlayer, go to the Six Music website and listen to the show again. It was an amazing session, um, so I hope you enjoy that. Uh, but the podcast, as per usual, will have uh, all the best bits, all the funniest bits coming up for you now. And then uh, Matt Ford will give you some news on the pod joke. We deferred last week out of respect for you. Thank you. Because uh, you weren't here. And uh, this week you've got, you've got some news, haven't you? I have from the top. This from is the a, top. This is a very interesting pod joke. Find out about the pod joke after the podcast. Hope you enjoy it. See you in a bit. John Richardson. BBC Six Music. There should be a curfew on putting Arnold Schwarzenegger films on. Because if you put them on... At a certain time, people are going to watch them. And I got into my hotel room last night. I didn't really want to watch True Lies, but you can't not watch True Lies, can you? I left it. He was walking along the streets, getting followed by two guys, all fairly normal. Went to brush my teeth. Come back in. He's riding a horse through a flooded shopping centre, chasing a man on a moped with a machine gun. Now that is cinema. You can say what you like about all this no country for old men and there will be blood, three hours of glances to the side and tuts and groans and all significance and all that rubbish. What you want is Arnie on a horse jumping from one building to another one. Welcome along. Um, there'll be none of that. I can't promise you that, actually. Good deeds. I gave up my seat for an OAP on the bus. Just as I stood up, I farted. The old age pensioner got off at the next stop and told me that I stink. <laughs> Not surprising that that one is anonymous, and not surprising that it's not going to make it through to the final. Um, we'll do a few more good deeds. Hello, my mum did a good deed this week. She did something lovely, which, without sounding bad, quite shocked me. Uh, Tesco was heaving. Oh, isn't it always? Uh, and we'd been queuing at the checkout. I'm quite camped this morning, aren't I, clearly? Um, we'd been at the checkout for about ten minutes, and a young man started queuing behind us. He had a small basket of goods, as we young men do. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Really just the ingredients to a nice curry. We had a trolley full of food. So my mum... I didn't mean it like that. I just meant that when you shop alone... <laughs> we had... A, honestly, this is serious now. We had a trolley full of food. So my mum said that he could go in front of us. The woman at the checkout was shocked and rather confused, clearly lacking the skill to absorb the fact that the order of the queue had changed. But when she served us, she seemed rather nice about asking about asking about the squ- Oh, this is ridiculous. I'm going to have to do this one after. You make one unintentional double entendre and the whole show gets derailed. It's pointless. John Gordillo's cancelled. Legislative cancelled. Just two hours and six minutes of pointing out the fact that I do not have a small basket of goods. It's a... I, I get a trolley. <laughs> it's John Richardson on Six Music, no longer alone, now joined by the wonderful Mr. John Gordillo. Thank you. Hello. You feel wonderful. Do you? Yeah, well, it, no, I just like being called wonderful. That's, yeah, well, yeah. you know, I've bigged you I up. I think that you, in a while. Um, it's awkward when the guest comes in, because I do the build-up stuff in the first hour right. so that people are excited about my guest star. But then when, when the guests come in, I just think it's a bit awkward, isn't it? 
it, what in the sense that one one has to live up to this spectacular. Well, no, if I sort of list the us. things that you've done and say, you know, why I like you and things, it'd Uh-oh. get a bit awkward, wouldn't it? I've missed that part of the show altogether. What have I done and what do you like? Well, no, I did it in the first. No, if I did, oh, see, this is it now. Okay. It's going to get a bit weird, isn't it? All right, it? okay. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. I like that thing you did. Um, <laughs> how are you? I'm all right. I mean, but how are you is my big question at the moment because I, I've realised that. I've I've made this. I realised this. I was talking to a, a mutual friend of ours, Dan Atkinson. We were talking in the. I'll week. be seeing him today. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're doing your thing, aren't you? Later. And, <laughs> Should we clear that up your... a little bit? <laughs> um, do you need to clear that up? No. Well, I just, I just, I, something happened earlier on where an innuendo was right. pointed out that I didn't mean as an innuendo. And if you say I'm meeting a man later to do my thing with him, oh. then I'm just aware that it sounds different to trying a new stand-up comedy venture, which is what's really going on. Mm. Anyway. Um, no, I mean, I, I've, I'm, I've just been moaning that how, how are you? Like, I've, 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 I find how are you a very difficult question to answer at the moment because my instinct is to give a full answer as to how I am, even though we're in public right now. Yeah. But I just want to say how I am. But the problem is, so I've just been answering how are you fully because, like, if people have taken the time to ask me, yeah. I should put the thought... Because that answer changes four times a day. I totally agree. And so, if you just say fine, it negates having asked. But people are backing away from me because there's just <laughs> too much answer. <laughs> and so what I don't understand is... But but I don't... But I, otherwise, what's the point of how are you? Because you see people meet and they go, how are you? Fine. How are you? Fine. And, that's, and, then, and then they've got to think of stuff to talk about. But it's all there in how are you? I suppose there are two levels of how are you, though, isn't there? There's how no, are there's you. There's one level of how are you, which how are you? No, but how is your how is the how is your brain dealing with the world? I'm sorry, I'm being bold yeah, here. Yeah, no, but, but you mean how are you thinking. right now in terms of walking down the street that yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. you? Are you happy that the sun's shining? Are you on your way to the cinema? Right. Or how are you cosmically at the moment? How yes. are things? What are you trying to run away from? Okay, you know, I hadn't even considered that there were two levels to that answer and i think you're right so superficially i'm great (laughs) (laughs) right now and now i'm on edge because i don't want to ask you how you are or anything loosely like that (laughs) how's things or what do you fancy doing um what we generally ask our guests to do just initially is a little thing off the bat is to uh, sort of judge good deeds that people have done okay 10 to 11 i have as the one hour of the week that people are out to brag because generally you do nice things and the whole point is you don't go on about it because it's a nice Mm. thing to do but then also sometimes when you do a good deed and it doesn't get recognised, then the next time I think maybe you go, actually, I'm not going to bother because mm. you're not going to say thank you. And, you know, karma is something that if you believe in it, it's great. And sometimes you think, I'll get my comeuppance one day. But when you're in a bad mood, you just think, do you know what? No one cares. I'm just going to I'm just going to take this Twix. I don't care. <laughs> um, so um, I don't know. How do you feel about sort of good deeds? Do you try and... It's like, yeah, but it's like, it's like anything. I mean, you, the problem is, is like you, you cannot be doing stuff and have it be conditional on what people will make of you, which, which is rich coming from me and talking to you <laughs> from we're comics, stand-up comedians. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like me. Yeah, exactly. Um, but so, yeah, I'm, so I don't, I've yet, yeah, so no, I don't do good deeds just on principle. <laughs> but, but you don't do them. I don't know. Just don't bother. I just don't have an idea of goodness like that in my head. I just kind of go, well, you know, just, just be as decent as possible to but all the time you'll just feel crappy and yeah and just be no good for anybody so i feel like this week i've been quite nice i've done a few nice things the week before last was a very it seemed that the whole week was just spent going ah, i just it's not going to come to anything i'm going to sit on this seat i'm going to put my bag on the seat next to me and i'll tell you why because i don't want anyone to sit next yeah, to me yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. i'm going to do it so hello i'm writing from poland and i found quite interesting and you never know how to read that whether it's i found quite interesting or, i found <laughs> yes. 
quite interesting. We'll go with the first one. I found quite interesting what you were talking about, the how are you thing. Mm. Um, I used to live in Scotland for almost two years, and even in the end, I was struggling with an answer for how are you. The problem for me that in Poland, we are culturally determined to answer that everything is bad, stinks, and sucks. Right. After a few weeks or months of giving such negative feedback, I learnt where the weird expression on the asker's face was coming from. But I like your custom better. Even if there is everything crappy with the world, you make sure that the first step that you do is to try and change the situation. Let the first step always be the positive answer to the question, how are you? From Sonny Roslov. Um, Sonny Roslov. That's where they are. Okay, sorry, I thought that was the name of the person. They put how to pronounce the place, but they're not their name. Okay. If I'm gonna, <clears throat> the, the place is Roslov, but it's spelled okay, W-R-O-C-L-A-W. I had Sonny Ross Love in my head. As oh, yeah. A, as a, sorry. That's more of a Sunday afternoon activity. Yeah. What are you doing this afternoon? A bit of Sunny Roslov, and then uh, back for a Sunday roast. Take back Sundays. <laughs> but the name is J-A-C-E-K. That- Jacek? Jacek? Jacek. Jacek. Okay. Jacek Mosakowski. I like the idea. I mean, that, that's nice. Cause it, I like the idea that, that, that somehow that means that one is deliberately taking control yeah. of the... But it doesn't feel that way to me. It just feels like... Falsehood. Well, no, 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 no. It just feels like just try and answer it fully. But then... But the, but the control is such, as I say, that people just back away. I mean, not always, yeah. but it's too much. It's too much information too soon for most people. I think it's a nice way to end that um, we're ending with someone pointing out that British people are optimists. That's lovely. Imagine that someone could live in Britain for two years and go back to Poland saying, those British people are really (laughs) upbeat. (laughs) Ask them how they are. They'll always say fine. It's ridiculous. Um, So we've had, uh, to give you an idea of the sort of uh, tone that we're looking for, Mm. we've had a few that haven't haven't gone through, obviously. Someone who went into a hypoglycemic fit and uh, nominated his sister because uh, his sister saved him by uh, rubbing honey on his gums and calling the paramedic. And why are we not admitting that? Because well, that's just, just something that anyone should be expected to do. Well, yeah, you can't do. really not save I mean, your brother's life. How bad a week have you had when you're ignoring someone having a hypoglycemic fit? <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 uh, nah, screw it. And em. this is just typical. <laughs> first of all, it was a rail replacement bus service. Now yes. my brother's kicking off. <laughs> so, th- I mean, the first one I put through was uh, Zoe in Newcastle, who first of all found a wallet that had £150 and all you know, banknotes in it and gave it in. Okay. Then found £50 in a cash machine that hadn't been taken, gave that into the bank, all in the month that she's broken up with her boyfriend and been ill. So it sort of outweighs the good deeds. That's great. When you're having a bad month. Um, I helped a young mother with her pram onto the... It says cup yesterday, but I assume that's text mistake for bus. Cup, right, yeah. You don't... I mean, lifting a young lady with a pram into a cup, that's <laughs> harassment, not a good deed. It have to be at least a D cup, I <laughs> um, It was Thank heavier you, than... <laughs> <laughs> it was heavier than I thought, and I fell over, flopping onto the floor in front of the driver. Some of the ruder people on the bus laughed in my face. Others had the good grace to hide their amusement beneath glassy bus faces. The mother didn't even <laughs> thank me, Luke in Enfield. So you know, that's out. a nice deed, but it's tinged with such bitterness, the entire <laughs> male. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's just the whole experience is just feels sour now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm still with Zoe in Newcastle. Okay, Zoe leading. Um, a kid from my school got on the bus that I was on the other week, this one from Joel, tried to buy a ticket, but the bus driver wouldn't let him on because he was a teenager, and he said he had a limit on the amount of teenagers he was allowed on the bus. I leapt to his defence, saying that he can't not be let on the bus just because of his age, but the driver was having none of it. Being a teen myself, I decided to get off the bus to let the other boy on and keep the equilibrium. Some people on the bus <laughs> applauded as I left and I felt like a hero. The next bus didn't come for half an hour, but I still felt warm inside knowing that I'd saved someone from missing their dinner. 
that's I like that. Yeah, knowing that there's some kind of teen balance, there's some kind of ra- teen ratio that yeah. has to be maintained. Yeah, he's the kind of kid who'd just jump out if there were more than two school children in the news agency exactly. at one time. Okay, yeah, um, I like that. Are, are you putting that ahead then? Yeah, and I th- I still think Zoe's got it because she just blew two hundred quid and she got dumped by her boyfriend. Yeah, and she's been ill. I'm going to do one more, and I apologise for this, but this one has to go in to to the team. Um, me and my friend were down the park and saw some people smashing glass bottles around some benches. Um, where children play and people walk dogs. We confronted them and they cycled away. We then proceeded to pick up all the fragments of glass that we could find and put them in a bin. Considering we ourselves are only 14, we think this is good, as most 14-year-olds would have just walked away. I returned the next day on my own, walking my dog, found more glass and then picked up the rest of the glass on my own. These kids are taking back the parks. Yeah, not just Sunday. (laughs) So that's from, uh, it was spelt Niall, but I used to know a Niall that said it Neil. Yeah, I know a Neil as well that's a Niall. Niall or Neil. Neil. I think that might be the winner. Yeah. Oh, you think the winner? Okay, all right. I feel bad for Zoe because we've kind of teased her along. Uh, Zoe on... Should we have two? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going how old is Zoe? Because there's a nice sort of civic sense of duty and responsibility that we should encourage in the youth. Yes, I think so. And if Zoe is kind of really over 25, well, she can... She, She's at it. She's sink or swim, yeah. <laughs> she, she's, she's... John Richardson. BBC Six Music. It's John Richardson Six Music back in the studio. Oh, oh, crikey. Seems boring right now, doesn't it? quietest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> oh, wow. You behaved better then than you did when you went to see them live. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, performance. Yeah. Something of a naughty body incident, didn't you? We've dealt with this. I've apologised <laughs> and the venue haven't spoken to me. That was um, good, eh? That was top class, wasn't it, mate? Seemed That's, to have moved uh... to New Zealand. That's how good it was. That was good. <laughs> uh... oh. The 40 Files on 6 Music. <laughs> Very special 40 Files this week. Trevor McDonald doesn't cough when they do the news at 10 noise. <laughs> well, did I now cough Now the then? news at 10. I was just clearing my throat. <clears throat> I'm a professional. Next week, our fair nation's capital will be teeming with do-gooders, well-wishers and thousands of fit people showing off to raise their self-esteem and some money for charity. Be the London Marathon. Ordinary, decent, law-abiding families who want to spend the afternoon binge drinking are going to have their day severely disrupted by this selfish event. They even risk having their normal activities caught on camera as the TV stations follow the jogging idiots through London. For most of us, the marathon is an example of effort over talent. We all know we could run it if we were bothered. <laughs> I know a lad called Fat Neil who ran it the other year. All you need to do is train. So, I've got an announcement to make. Next year, I'm going to run the London Marathon. No. Absolutely. Me and my mate Sherlock are going to do it, Will Sherlock, and training starts this week. It's going to lose me weight, and it's, it's probably my only chance of getting on telly. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I'm doing it. I swear to God this is serious. Yeah? I'm going to need a bit of sponsorship money, so um, you've got a year to save up, all of you listening. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Honestly, I've got to do it. I've, my mate Steve's done it before. I know people that have done it. Put I me just, down I want to do it. for a penny a mile. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'll, b- between now and then. I have to say, I'm not sure that you'll do it. I climbed that mountain. You said I couldn't do it. I wrote music. You said I couldn't do it. I'm saying I'm going to run a London Marathon. I'm in form. I can do this. Wow. And are you going to... So you're going to watch next week. Maybe we should get... What, next week, we'll get it up on the screen in the studio so you can just watch what goes on yep. while it's happening. I mean, you know it's 26 miles, don't you? It's 26 miles, but I've got a year to train. I'll yep. do the course on our inside out. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm going to win it, but don't you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've risen to these challenges. I need one that's really going to test me. I need to lose weight. I need to get fit. I need to do something for a good cause. I'm very pleased. I think this will be a good thing for you. Can you imagine? And there's a part of my brain right at the back saying, you'll do it with him. um, Oh, yes. Oh, me, you and Sherlock. We could do it like three uh, wise men. I'm not going to do it in fancy dress. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm, let's rule that out. No more than already. Seems to be a young conservative. For the, uh, <laughs> <marathon> <laughs> um, well, um, I'm very pleased for you. Cheers, I think mate. that's a good announcement. And obviously this show, all its listeners and me will be fully behind you. Lucy and Adam will be right there. If you're going for a run and you're worried you might stop and you want someone to drive behind you and just cattle prod you <laughs> to keep you going, I will be pleased to be that man. Thank you. Anything sharp or electrical that needs putting in your back mm. to drive you on. I've tried to get you to do this before. It's been the only way. <laughs> That's Into My Arms by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds and um, Into Australia's Arms. That'll do, won't it? <laughs> One of these days I'm just going to say I'll pitch it here. Um, not um, not a bad seed was the only other one I could have done, but then that's that's you know doesn't really work, does it? Sounds overtly sexual. Well, well anything else was the problem. I did a seed seedy. once and they were rude. Um, how are you, Al? You're over in Melbourne. You've just come off stage. You're fresh. Your show finished at five minutes ago. Yeah, I'm buzzing. I'm in my uh, white dressing gown with the white towel round, <laughs> and they've just they've just taken away the bananas. The grapes are coming. You know what it's like, you know, this comedy thing. It really is true. And um, I actually had someone come in that listens to the podcast, right? My room's so hot, right? Not, not with jokes. Of course jokes, it is, press-wise. With, Babes. With heat. You're the ticket, right? mate. Um, yeah, that's how many I'm selling a night. <laughs> and, um, and they um, basically he'd listened to the podcast, came along, lovely man, and I did, uh, I give out ice pops, right? Oh, oh yeah. nice, so, nice gesture. You know, just to, to cool them down. Just go in the extra this yard. Bloke, this bloke, your podcast fan, complained about the colour <laughs> of his ice pop. <laughs> I mean, you surely know that, that anyone... moaning, going, hey, mate, it's a green one, I don't like green. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyone who regularly nice listens to me is used to whinging and complaining about stuff that doesn't go their way. <clears throat> and they're discerning <laughs> tastes. It's good to know, though, that we have... Because I always thought, any time we get emails that say, like, Melbourne or things like that, I think people just put it on so that I'll read the email out. But it's good to know there are real people in other countries that are listening. Well, if he is a... Um, if he's an advert for your um, your your people in Australia, he's a very nice man, but a bit peculiar about his ice pops. He sounds exactly like the kind of... That's exactly... You know, we have meetings every year at the BBC and they say, what is the mission statement for the John Richardson show? And I say, <laughs> nice people who don't get mucked about by wrong ice pops. And they say, good, that's what we're not getting at Six Music. Do you know, Sign on the opposite of that road. guy, there's not a single ice pop flavour I don't like. Well, that is a Just surprise. a little think about that. I would put any of them in my mouth. And not just ice pops, crisps, chocolate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think no, the, on- right, yeah. the only things I know that you don't eat are things that you are so allergic to that they will kill you. Yeah, and mushrooms and eggs as well. <laughs> mushrooms and eggs. <laughs> Fish um, and nuts. I was on a, I was on yeah. a plane once, and um, they, they were waiting for some uh, late passengers, and they warned people, there's someone on here with, uh, with a peanut allergy... Do not open peanuts. Do not do it. Wow. These late, these late people came in. You know, because there's people with no allergy. If you open it on a plane, yeah. they'll go, they'll go nuts. Well, it's recycled and, air, um, isn't it? go nuts. <laughs> right? Nice one, Al. Uh, it can kill people. And then, <laughs> and then this topical. And then the six people came in, but they hadn't heard the nuts 
information, and I thought this could be, this could go crazy. It didn't. Did you go so over? The anecdote. You well, just, the anecdote you just go over right like up. the lunatic. Oh, no, you're not going to believe me, but you're not allowed to eat nuts. That the guy yeah. said. They said on the tannoy, so you're not allowed to eat nuts. Bye. That's my impression of you. Um, That's exactly how I sound. <laughs> G'day. Now, the picture, <laughs> the picture you took hey, for yeah. Into My Arms um, is a, a homeless man asleep on the floor. And I'm not saying yeah. I don't see the link, but I don't see the link. Well, I just like the idea that he was... He was asleep. It, it just seemed quite... Fantasizing. Kind of, it almost felt like I, I just wanted to pick him up and just put him, put him into my arms and then just, <laughs> just gently, gently rock him. Mm. Okay. Now, it's, it's a nice picture. I think, worryingly, it says a lot more about you than it does bear any reference to the track. I've taken you a picture... That's the scariest photo I've ever taken because I thought if, if he hears... <laughs> And yeah, you think it's Santa a bottle Claus opener? Up here, I'm in trouble. Um, yeah, well, no, I can appreciate the risk. Um, I've taken a picture of Lucy upstairs going to catch something which is about to land in her arms. That is a cracking photo. I want to query risk oh, wow. taking f- pictures of tramps from long range. Yeah, when they're out of their face, asleep. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, do you want Have me to you, judge this? Um, I'd like you to judge. Yeah. Uh, well, how do you judge that he's a tramp? Well, he's clearly a Trump. He's, a sleep, right. he's face down asleep in the street wearing shabby clothes. And you're hanging around with him. Oh! And you said you it. wanted to touch him, but you only touch Trumps. So come on, uh, <laughs> Matt, who's taking the better picture? <laughs> I am... No, 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 brilliant argument. You've got me there. Um, but for, to sti- for sticking to the brief, it has to go to the Six Music team because yes! there's something about to land in oh, someone's wow. arms. Well, this, this is a shock. A, Pitch is lost again. This is a huge <laughs> shock. Hey, mate, I'm impartial here, and I swear to God I've been lobbying for you behind the scenes. There you go. But you did not stick to the brief. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Next week, we're going to do... You've been lobbying for my, <laughs> for my photos to win behind the scenes. He doesn't, yes. he doesn't know what it means. Thank you Bless him. It. He doesn't know what it means. <laughs> just, he's just heard it this week. Um, next week's track is going to be Men at Work and uh, Land Down Under. Tune. So you're in Australia. Perfect. Again, you should win, really, given that you are down under. But uh, we're going to work on the Men at Work angle, all right? So shall I go down under and you guys are going men at work? Yeah, and we'll see who's captured it best. It's been a pleasure talking to you. That's a great thing. Good luck with your show, and I look forward to uh, hearing more tales of the weird listeners that we have over the globe. And I'll be honest with you, I've probably got more laughs off you guys in these past five minutes than I did in six minutes. Well, the Victoria and the Melbourne crowd, they're actually really great. So if you did come on Sunday night, thank you, Melbourne. BBC. Music. There we go. That was the podcast. Um, you know, what, it was. What, no what can be said it. about a podcast like that? You just listen to it. I think we all just need some time to just maybe sit in silence. It's like just... a strong, impactful piece of music, isn't it? Just people sat on tubes now, just going, "Wow, that was remarkable." Wow. I want to remember where they are were today. Wow, that's what they're going. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I will point you once again towards the uh, the Listen Again feature on the on the live show. Matt Ford, pod joke, tell us. Today's pod joke was sent in by Damien McBride in Westminster, but unfortunately we can't read it out. Yeah, you've probably already seen it. Um, that was a little topical joke for you there. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week with more of the same. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us during the week, uh, the email address is johnrichson.6music at bbc.co.uk and don't forget to send in your pictures for the Picture Picture Gallery, either Men at Work or if you happen to 
be down under or you've been down under, get into your archive, the land down under, and those will be up on the website as soon as we get them. And the live show will be next Sunday. We'll be there, 10 a.m., navigating our way around London. Of course, and maybe we should send you out next week while the marathon is on to oh, do a live report. Oh, yes. You just heard a live... Uh, that, that was like a meeting. <laughs> How do you guys put the radio show together? In about three seconds. <laughs> Maybe we should... Yeah, I'll do it. See you next week. <laughs> Join us next Sunday live at 10am. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. See you. BBC Six Music Podcasts. If you like John Richardson, try the Adam and Joe podcast. Download for free at bbc.co.uk slash six music.